Well, brethren, uh, greetings. And uh, today our devotional is from uh, Genesis 3 and also Hebrews chapter 4. And let's begin with prayer. Our Father, we thank you again for the privilege to come together as your people and gather in corporate prayer. And Lord, even now we lift up to you our sister Barbara. We ask you to give comfort in the family and that, Lord, that you might work in this uh, loss to not only comfort, but to save souls. And uh, we thank you for the promise we have for uh, eternity with you. And then, Father, open our hearts now uh, to your Holy Spirit and your word that we might learn what you would have us to learn and understand today. And we pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, brethren, when we think of Genesis 3, we also often think of Satan and his devices and the fall of man. But today I would like us to consider uh, what we can learn about ourselves and our own response to difficulties or sin in our lives before a holy God. So let us begin with Genesis chapter 3 and verse 6. Genesis 3, verse 6. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto her husband with her and he did eat. Now notice <clears throat> Eve's sin was in the lust of the eyes and the lust of the flesh and the pride of life. She um, she took and brethren, she was deceived. And we have to realize that this is just like us every day. We are not above this. Adam's sin was to forsake God's command. He thought that he could do better for himself than what God had provided. And once again, brethren, this is just like us. This is in direct opposition to obeying God. For we are to obey no matter the cost. Now let us see the result of disobedience in verse 7. And the eyes of them both were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves. Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou wast naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldst not eat? The result of their sin, brethren, is that they realized how naked they were. This was just 
not a matter of their physical sin. They were laid bare before the great and holy God who now became their judge. You might say, but this is not like us. We are in the age of grace. Yes, but let us look further. God asked, where are you? Did you eat of the forbidden tree? And who have you been listening to? And brethren, we like Adam have offended the Holy One and the only one who can help us. We cannot hide. Every sin, every aspect of every sin is exposed before our God. So without Christ, we have been tried in the balance and found wanting. We have fallen short of the glory of God. And we are without God and without hope in this world. Now we have some warning in Hebrews. In Hebrews chapter 2 verse 1, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. In Hebrews 3 verse 12, take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. And then in Hebrews chapter 4 verse 11, and you might turn with me there. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 11. Let us labor therefore to enter into that rest lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. And here in the next verses, it's where we have this great parallel with Genesis 3, verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do. All things are naked and open unto the eyes of our God. Brethren, our situation is just like Adam's in the garden. We are laid bare before our holy God. And the word is dividing asunder soul and spirit. Nothing in us is missed by God, our maker. Without Christ, there is only judgment for us. Without mercy, we are guilty, condemned, and our relationship with God is broken. But in Christ, how different is our situation? And that's what I want us to realize today. We are still open and laid bare, naked before our God. But listen as we continue in verse 14 of Hebrews 4. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmity, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. 
Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. What a contrast, then, brethren, is our situation from condemned to forgiven, from lost to found, from utter hopelessness to eternal blessed hope. And what a privilege we have, not only saved from the just wrath of God upon our sins, but forgiven, reconciled, born into his family, and dwelt by his spirit, possessing his word, and surrounded with the fellowship of the saints. And now, most importantly, when it comes to prayer, amazingly, wonderfully, incredibly, we are given immediate access into this throne of grace and invited to come boldly. So, brethren, naked as we are before the all-seeing eye of God, by his grace, we are in a much different place than with Adam and Eve. Our innermost sins are laid bare before him, and yet God has given us this great and precious privilege. Let us indeed come boldly before his throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And brethren, I hope we realize prayer is the vehicle by which we come to this throne of grace. Prayer, every day, the vehicle by which we come. Let us pray then together today, boldly, as we come to the throne of grace. Amen.